0: This is Ted Wally. I am the artist and creator of uh, the comic Matilda, and you're listening to The Metal Hand of God, the MHOG podcast. And if you're not listening to metal, just shoot yourself right now. I'm waiting. I know i can.
1: to episode of the MHOG Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, and with me today, who are you going to be
2: today? I'm going to stick with Adam
1: today. Oh, you're going to be Adam? Yeah. Uh, you know? switch. I like that. Yeah. Nice. He's a switch hitter. He is. clever. I hear that. And, uh, of course, you know, Mr. The right guy. Yeah. And we have a wonderful guest today, Mr. Ted Wally. Yo, what's up, people?
0: How are you doing? I'm doing crazy. That's what <laughs> It's yes. just... That's it
2: not insane. nice to talk about your wife
0: that way. I was no, was mine is. Was she's a. She, yeah, she's gonna be a special kind of crazy to put my day-to-day shenanigans. So Word. so, what's Word. new, man? <laughs> Since last time you've been on the show. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see what's new. Well, we got Free Comic Book Day coming up. Right. So um, <laughs>
2: where, where are you going to be? BSI. Yeah, I will be
0: at a. Uh, oh, be okay. Because I know about,
2: there were like there were rumors that you were going to go out of state and that. Uh, Rumor, <laughs> I <was just> say.
0: <laughs> no, uh, for uh, those that uh, do, we have to do a recap. Explain to people what we're trying to do here. You're welcome to. If you um, for those that aren't in the know, is that of course Free Comic Book Day is it, is <laughs> that is it global? Is it worldwide or is it just nationwide? Uh,
2: it's whoever can afford to buy the books, basically. Pretty much. So, like, India is like
0: not going to celebrate free comic book days right? No, just just you know. And probably.
2: I think they could use free Simpsons
0: comics. I I think,
2: think there would be less train
0: <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because you know they would all just fill up the track as it gets so it'd be padding. As yes. It was, but so. sh- uh, along Come with the, of, guys, along with the boxes of uh, Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl champion shirts that yes. uh, went to <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Am <in> sorry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maddie, Maddie Chokey Doki. So, uh, uh, in any case, uh, free comic book day, uh, uh, all these comic book shops uh, purchase comics that are meant to promote literature and uh, reading comics in general. And here in the New Orleans area, at least, uh, the local creators are all kind of pooling the resources and putting together... Sampler of work, so it's uh, New Orleans writers and, and by writers. local
2: creators. You mean you put these things together? Yeah, you did, them, right? No, like, no, they, no, they, no, they did work. Oh, yes. like they did their pages, but didn't you actually? Well, yeah, I'm gonna I, actually.
0: I mean, yeah, but that part of it is is really kind of minimal. What's more, uh, trying to herd these cats is. Yeah, is, uh, in case in point, uh, when we were collecting everyone, because it broke down to you know everyone had to pay a certain amount of money, and uh, when it came down to the last two, Vernon Smith. And Tim Lottie, they both showed up on the la- at the same time because neither one wanted to be known as the bastard that was the last one to pay.
2: <laughs> well, Lottie, in his defense, was out spending all his money on dockers. Oh, actually, actually,
0: he pulled out his lot of cash. That uh, you know, I'm surprised bronze, he hasn't bronze. Did he rob a stripper? <laughs> no, it's it's his he keeps referring to it as his, uh, his Kickstarter his Kickstarter wad is what he refers to it as, as, as I'm surprised
3: has <laughs> a has bronze
0: like baby shoes yet. <laughs> like, this is my Kickstarter yeah I'm a statue of him holding it high. <laughs> he's got a pedestal with a rubber round you know. so, uh, so putting the book together actually like paginating and formatting it PDF and it and sending all that stuff is uh, not to min- diminish what that is but it's really actually pretty easy once I have all the files the hard part is getting everybody you know to Pony up with their share of it, uh, shit or get off the pot. You know, are you going to contribute or are you not? And uh, uh, so, yeah, yeah, I've gotten two people that have turned in their files, and it's like, you know, everything's due like next week, guys. Mm-hmm. Technically, it's due tomorrow, but and uh, beyond that, it's like at most I can push it to like next week. But uh, so I just got a text from Vernon saying I'll try to get you my pages, you know, tomorrow. So it's that's the hard part about all of this is hurting the cats. And I
2: believe them. the proper response is, "Look, uh, I tell you what, uh, you've just lost all your money if you don't turn these pages in, and I'll just put more pages of my shit." Well, thanks, pretty much actually, the
0: actually the decision is, is uh, you know, yeah, certainly I could refund the money, but it actually might also be better if we just keep the money and print, and we're going to print the same amount of books, and then everybody gets a higher amount of mm. books. Uh, than the like fifteen or so that it breaks down to. So uh, so yeah, that's something that we got working on, trying to get the sampler together. And uh, the only way to get it is to go to one of the shops here in New Orleans or hit up one of the creators. Maybe they're holding on to. Well, for one w- well, Lottie
1: said. Um, on our last time he was here, that uh, he may have some left over that he's going to bring to the the show that night that we're putting on at that vault, at uh, twist the Twisted Line, which you are welcome to come. And oh, bring, yeah. Oh, please up, come. That'd be awesome. Set up some stuff for you to sell yeah. and stuff like that, because Lottie's bringing some of his prints. He's actually the only one that's actually said he is coming for sure. He said he's bringing prints, and he said if he's got books left over, he's going to, you know, give them out there.
0: Well, then, you know, that's a sad thing to say, he's going to have books left over. <laughs> People are going to want to smash them all up. If he has, yes,
2: yeah, he, he has. But I mean, we should have room if you want to come over. Oh, no, I mean, no, no, no. We, we have to have a little bit of space for the fifteen-year-old Vietnamese girl that'll be blowing me underneath the table. But
0: what <laughs> other than just, that. Make, just make sure she's a girl because Vietnamese. Well, you know, whatever, girl, girly boy. I mean,
2: as long as she's not naked.
1: <laughs> 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 don't ask.
0: Pop, but don't get
2: down like that.
0: Lottie does. <laughs> <laughs> and he did mention that only if he's allowed to pee on him. Is, is, is <laughs> right. Uh, The man is obsessed. I mean, some people, you know, they search for the the Holy Grail. Some people uh, search for the, you know, what does life mean? he is searching for the perfect woman. That whole, that he can pee on.
4: I actually...
2: uh, You brought
0: that up as well. I I
2: didn't bring this up to him because it's, uh, you know, I don't think he (laughs) listens to the show, so we're good. Uh, I met one of his first girlfriends, or his high school girlfriend, a few months back. And uh, I didn't really think, but I told her the story of how I first met him, which was at uh, the second 24-hour comic book day. And, uh, like, literally within 50 minutes uh, of me meeting him, he and uh, uh, a friend were going off to meet this chick that they were going to gangbang and piss on. And uh, he, uh... <laughs> He was like, you want to come along? And I said, well, you know, you, you had me ready, a gangbang, <laughs> but uh, a bridge too far and pissed. Uh, and I told this girl the story because she hadn't seen him in years. And then I thought, you know, you might not want that spread around. Uh, mom allowed, he's not allowed to know these things. She yeah. might go home and tell her mom, hey, mom, do you remember Timmy? Do you remember? Exactly. Do you
0: remember sweet Ultra boy Tim? He likes to be shit on
2: what? What? <laughs> so I've kept this to uh, to myself. Until uh, now. <laughs>
4: Until now. And now we're telling <laughs> the world. Yeah, yeah, you world. Now you feel better. better. <laughs> no.
2: No. No. Unless unless by some chance Ted has his phone on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: like, damn. What like, now? Uh, uh So we have the free comic book day sampler coming up. Actually, a uh, really, uh, really good bit of news was um uh, a art, comic book artist uh, who, his website is bobtheartist.com, but uh, his name is uh Bob Lutke, I think is how he pronounces his name. But in any case, at the Dallas Comic Con, he did, uh he had some of the comic book artists, they were doing live sketches and then some donated artwork and stuff like that, but it all went towards uh, the Wounded Warrior Project. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool, and it was evidently, a really big, uh, success that they had raised, like, uh, about $15,000, um, through the auction and the live, uh, show and stuff like that. But I, ha- I forgot how I ran across it. But, you know, so yeah, I thought that was a really good cause. So I contacted him and I was like, here's the link to my, uh, online portfolio. Just pick a piece and I'll send it to you and you can just put it into the auction. And so he contacted me yesterday saying, uh, that inked picture of the thing. Give us that. That, that's a good one. We want to, we want to use that one. So I will be, uh, one of my pieces of work will be up. For auction at uh, Dallas Comic Con this year, and Ooh, that's, that's really awesome. Proceeds, proceeds is it mm-hmm. strictly.
2: Do you have to be there, or I do not have to be
0: there? So there's no, no. I like mean, him.
2: like, like if somebody wanted to bid on it, do they have to be there, or will it also be online?
0: Uh, I don't know. I haven't read how he actually works the bidding, but um, I know it's all available through. You can get all the information through Bob the That's his personal website, and he lists all the information up there for uh, the whole the whole concept of how the how it, got started and how they work and stuff
1: like that. That's so very cool. cool. Yeah,
0: so as uh, soon as I'm uh, going to ship it out to them this weekend and then I'll post it up on Facebook challenging other artists to donate Donate a piece of work to to a good cause.
2: They can't even donate pages to their own sampler <laughs> book. <laughs> well, this part is yeah, that's a little easy.
0: They can just pack something up and send it out. But because uh, you know we're dealing with stuff that is maybe a commission sketch that you didn't sell, someone didn't pick up, or whatever it is, or you know anyone can you know bat out a, a quick pencil sketch uh and, and still contribute it. So yeah kinda of depends on what they want to contribute, but uh Bob is very open to to you know, whatever you think would help the cause that every dollar counts. Yeah, that's very cool, man. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, other than that, and just slugging away working at Matilda. Um, uh, how's that going? Uh, well, it's, it's a little more challenging, uh, during, uh, when I'm working and, uh, going to school at the same time. So it's like having two semesters at once. So like the minute I'm done with the podcast, I gotta run home and start <laughs> run, and go back jump back into the, the Maya rendering that I'm supposed to be working on. And hopefully, uh, my teacher isn't listening to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm at home working, really. <laughs> from the past exactly yes yes well yeah because this is yeah really yeah really I'm uh, you know I am they'll vouch for it see I'm holding up to the microphone yes there it is it's beautiful uh, yeah it's a thing of beauty that's the ear that I'm supposed to be rendering right now nice it's wonderful he actually
2: has a jar of Menni oil that he's about to burn
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, I don't get to work on the comic as much uh, during the semesters, but summer is a lot easier because I don't uh, teach a full course load and I don't go to school during the summer. So that's when I usually do most of the yeah, work. I'm
1: not am of those out. I'm um, forty uh, pages. Do you a week. have any
0: idea
2: about how far away you are from when you're going to do your Kickstarter? <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, actually my Kickstarter we talk about it. Uh no, we uh the, the group when I say we uh the drink and draw group um, we've talked about like Kickstarter and been able to cite uh there are opinions out there of uh what they're calling um, crowdfunding fatigue where you know so many people are creating these crowdfunding sources that you know it, it becomes it basically gluts the market, you know. Mm-hmm. You're fighting for everyone's um, their their recreational dollars. Right. And that's few and far between these days. So you can actually generate uh, fatigue, meaning that there's too many charities experience this all the time. You know that you know you got some people, the little lady that wants to help all the animals. Well, there are tons of animal charities that literally she can't give to all of them. Mm-hmm. So. The debate ensued about, you know, how, you know, what is going to justify a good Kickstarter campaign. Not that we can tell anybody what, what to do or what not to do, but, you know, back to back, at least of late, where everyone that's been putting one up, it's been like almost once a month that yeah. someone's come up with something, you know. Uh, uh, so mine is... Way far. And actually, I'm thinking on doing Indiegogo, because, uh, you get to keep uh, a portion of it, and, uh, just to see how Indiegogo go, uh, works with, um, as opposed to Kickstarter, just to kind of experiment. But, my Kickstarter campaign probably wouldn't be anything more than just to pay for the printing, because trade, because mine would be a trade paperback. Mm. It'd be about, a. Uh, 40 plus pages of book. So, uh, so, and the cost differential of how much it would cost to print and the unit price of each one, and I would have to have that like by 50% to, in order to put it into the shops, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be losing money. So, I figure if I can raise even half of what it would cost to print, then it would make it worthwhile to print them. So mine would be pretty simple. And it probably wouldn't be until, I don't know, my goal is to have it re- uh, have everything ready for, like, the next Wizard World. So end of the year, maybe. I'm oh, lucky. Sorry. Well, because the next one's not until February yeah. 2014. So. so, you know, at most it would be, like, around Christmas time. Again, right where people have no money. So, <laughs> <like> planning. that's <laughs> <Ask, laughs> me, advertising and marketing. Yeah, I know what I'm
1: Genius. <laughs> right. You know what your kids want? Donate to Matilda.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I uh, donated your money because you I, wanted, I wanted to get you know, that printed double page spread yeah, you of don't... Satan getting a forced blowjob. Exactly. But, yeah. we got your Christmas present ready. <laughs> Here it is. I'm focused on the forced part. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, man, that's all, the whole concept, you know. <laughs> it's like, who's going to give Satan head willingly? And plus, he's going to enjoy it more if they're forced. So, that's why you got the demons of the pitchfork forcing her to do it. So. So that's pretty much all I got. So thanks for having me, and uh, I'll see you guys later. I gotta go ring no, All I'm right. Just
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like James Brown, baby, I hit it and quit. He feels good. I feel good.
2: good.
1: Oh!
0: <laughs> so what you got, Adam?
1: Uh, I got a few things.
2: Uh,
1: hepatitis being one, but other than that,
2: no, no, no. It's no. the
1: clap, bro. My bad. My bad.
2: I actually have a story about that, but we'll let that. About your clap. All right. <laughs> no, let's not get into it's that. It's along with my dad, actually. But, oh uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe some other time.
2: On another
1: episode. Uh, <laughs>
2: So, uh, I guess a month and a half ago, Mark Wade, famous comic book writer, known primarily for being the dude who made The Flash into a modern-day hero, uh, created, like, the whole myth. He didn't create the character, obviously. A version of The Flash has been around since, what, the 40s or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that? Yeah, uh, But But uh, he did sort of, like, create a lot of the mythos
0: that are used today. I think he and- lent it credibility is what he did. He gave it... Mm -hmm. He made the character...
2: Took it from, like, the Silver Age to more of a modern... Yeah, less
0: cardboard kind of a, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, Barry Allen was always the squeaky, white bread, you know, police officer that was... I mean, he had no depth other than, you know, he was one of the characters that got divorced... Yeah, and that was like the big thing. And uh, but other than that, it was just like you know another guy that ran really fast. They, they solved
2: that by killing his mom, <laughs> so now he has pathos
0: f- Exactly, exactly. but yeah, I think he lent <laughs> him uh, some credibility right. when he when he wrote about mythos and mm. all that kind of stuff. So.
2: And uh, before that, he was an editor, and he's just he's done a lot of a lot of great work. Uh, Kingdom Come, for instance, one of the the great uh, miniseries of, of our generation. But, uh, anyway, I saw he was posting about a class, an online class that he's gonna take, uh, was going to take part in, and it's called a super MOOC, massive something online community or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, like, I really know what it
1: stands for. Um, a, an MMO is a massively multiplayer online. Well, this is MOOC, so, so it's like something, something to that effect. effect. Yeah, like basically Warcraft without the, the fighting, mm-hmm. like just everybody there talking. I mean, maybe, craft. yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: Uh, well, anyway, so uh, it's this online class, and it was called specifically. Uh Ginger Through Comic Books. Which to me suggested that it was about uh
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>
2: fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, it suggested that it was going to explore like gender roles, male and female, as portrayed by comics. And uh, I was told that Mark Wade, uh, Scott Snyder, Terry Moore, uh, who else was it? Catherine Eminem, I want to say. But there was going to be a, a, a number of uh, very famous creators that were going to give speeches. And so it's and it's a free class. So I thought, okay, um, the whole titling it gender through comic books kind of had me uneasy, but I'm like, look, I don't know. And that's one thing. They didn't really explain what it was about very clearly. And I thought, well, it's free, so let's let's give it a shot and let's look at it. And uh, So far, uh, I mean, I haven't really dug into it, but it just doesn't appear to be what I thought it was. It sucks. Right. Well, right. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't really dug into it. I'm just looking at the community. I haven't been able to, I'm, I'm planning tomorrow, if I have time, to sit like an hour and, and view all the videos. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to do the reading this week. Which is "Strangers in Paradise." "Strangers in Paradise" by Terry Moore is a well-renowned. Uh, it's got all kinds of uh, critical uh, response. Uh, it's not. It's very indie in the sense that it's more about. It's it's a kind of comic that if someone was going to do now, they'd do a web comic about rather than a graphic novel or, or a series. But uh, but Terry Moore is is very beloved for his "Strangers in Paradise." Which uh, is the story of, I believe, uh, a lesbian, her best friend, and Francis Ford Coppola. No, but one of them is called Francine. Oh wow, nice. Uh, so close, close, not really. So, funny. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and the girl, in the, the guy that she's in love with. I don't know. It's, uh, but it's it's. It's something uh, I, I wouldn't mind reading, but I just haven't gotten around to so it. Much. was
0: referred to at least back date myself, I remember when it came out, and uh it was referred to as slice of life because mm. it didn't date it didn't deal with uh superheroes or even a cult or horror or anything like that. It dealt with uh interpersonal relationships. I like,
2: mean, that came out before like vertigo and yeah. people really understood that indie comics weren't just crumb in his basement putting stuff out, you <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> There's more of an audience now for those sort of things, but again, I do think it would have been more of a web comic if Terry. Oh, definitely, done today. definitely. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm as I we were discussing before the podcast started. I'm a huge advocate for comics and education, both as a tool and you know, really educating people about the art form. And it's not just superheroes and that sort of thing. And and the part of it that is superheroes ain't so bad either. You know, and uh, so I'm a little disappointed so far, and I I don't want to put out any judgment of it, but I'm hoping it becomes more than it. Like right now, all I see are these college kids having these entirely pseudo intellectual arguments, which let's face it, that's what most college kids do. And hey, you know, I went to college, I I did the same thing, you know. (laughs) But it's it's not, I don't know. But like I said, I, I don't, I can't place too much of a judgment on it, just because. I still have to put in the work before I find out. But I'm at the point now where I feel like I'm going to stick through, uh, stick with it through the end, but I don't know that I'm going to want to participate because of some of the... Bullshit? Hey, yes. I, you know, I have very low bullshit tolerance, and I don't want to, like, start some <laughs> no. sort of online thing where I'm telling some kid that he can uh his he can mom's out a whore. his ass. You know? Your mom's a whore. What? I don't
1: even
0: know you, dude. My mother was a saint. How did you know? Take, did the, you know? So, <laughs> hey,
2: take the dick out of your ass and then get your brain out of there after after it's uh it's clear.
0: Well, um, since I you know because I'm producing Bateman in an online program as well, and you deal with college students. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I deal with college students. <laughs> On a daily basis, and uh, I hear they get a lot of hugs. Yeah, no, and they don't. They shouldn't. Uh, not for doing what is expected. But uh, in any case, I think you're uh, you're right to kind of stick uh, to stick with it, and I think you're also you know, it's good that you can reflect and, and understand that you still got to put the work to it, but I think you can still do your own thing, and uh, you, even though you say you have a low bullshit tolerance, what you should probably, which would probably, I think, become more challenging and get across what you actually would hope to get across to some of these people is if you put it together with the challenges, in the sense that, you know, somebody can say something, and, and you know, everyone's... You know they're braver behind a computer monitor, but mm-hmm. ask them ask them to support it. Change my mind, right? You know, support this with data. You know, put the questions back on them so that they have to justify what their line of thinking is.
3: Right? Um, because in
0: that case, it's it's. You're not dealing with the bullshit because you're able to, to reflect it off. They're either going to say your mom, which you've succeeded at this point, they can't justify it, and thus prove your point to everyone else. Yeah, but or they are going to have to engage you in a thoughtful debate by substantiating their thought, which is what you really are trying to shoot for right. to get them to. I always think.
2: feel like that's best in person. Like, people online, I don't think, ever really get anything from a debate. I think it's constantly just two people shouting at each other.
0: That depends on the maturity level of... The people debating. Exactly, yeah. Uh, And that happens in real life, too. I mean, if we look at... GOP and every debate that they had, you know, Mm -hmm. were basically boiling down to, you know, people's... uh, Michelle Bachman, you know, saying to someone, you know, your mom, and Mm -hmm. someone saying, well, at least I'm not, you know, telling kids that I can fix them from being gay. You know, Mm -hmm. it it happens in real life, too, where the debate, and and that's where I bring (laughs) it back to, is you, you can appear... And you can get across what you're really trying to get across in a in a stronger way that can be beneficial whether the other person realizes it or not. And that's simply by challenging them to justify things. Because stopped being an excuse when we were six. Right. Yeah. It, it started evolving into because why? And now at that point you're asking them to substantiate. And in at least from what I've experienced because in my, uh, the online programs that I'm in, I'm the elder statesman, and you know, it is a lot of college students, and I'm like, you know, three, I'm actually old enough to be some of their, you know, some of them, and they probably may be my children for all I know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 honey, I didn't mean that.
3: Jose is so, bad news, <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, uh, so it, it becomes where I found the same thing, where they will make a blanket statement, like I'm taking a history and animation class. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to um, uh, the era of uh, war cartoons and uh, racial stereotype cartoons. And so the instructor, of course, asked everyone, you know, do you think that in modern day society um, something like Bugs Bunny Nips the Nips is appropriate to play, and I think in context that it could be because again, just you can't just say it didn't happen. Right. Right. You know, and it's, it's like, song, well, of the, the exactly. it's like song of the south. Exactly. It's very good of that song of the south? You know, and that was brought up in in that discussion as well. Is that you know the portrayal of Uncle Remus. You know, it was very positive. He wasn't a slave. There were right. no slaves in that movie. And, uh, matter of fact, Uncle Remus was a landowner in that movie. He had his own property that he lived in and that people could visit him in. And uh, now I know most of them refer to uh, the story. Uh, most of the arguments are referred to the story of the portrayal of like Br'er Rabbit and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But again, in the magpies like Exactly. That. Yeah. But again, that was that existed and that was how it was written back then. And particularly, culture today needs to be able to look back in order to go forward. So, so you can't erase, erase history. It, you it can't erase, erase history, right? And so
2: actually, uh, in well, terms right, of education, too. you can't. Well, yeah, I know. That's the sad thing. Right. Uh, yeah, for those of you who, who might not know, *Song of the South* was a Disney produced film, which, uh, which as the th- right, it was was very popular. They they combined animation with live action, like *Mary Poppins* did it to a lesser extent. And GT, most bang, bang. right, and actually,
0: uh, the guy that did the animation for it, and interacting it with live action, was uh, uh, the guy who created Mickey Mouse, who did the original sketches for Mickey yeah. Mouse. Uh, of Iwerks, who left because he wasn't getting enough credit, uh, and Disney was taking all the credit because that's how Disney worked. But <laughs> when he went out on his own, um, the characters he created—you, you, you know—Willy the Whopper. Has anyone heard of him? Mm. And there you go. That's why he went back to working for Disney. But he was put in charge of their special effects di- uh, division, and he's the one that pioneered that whole concept. See now, right. see now, I'm going to look up Willy the Whopper. <laughs> and and yeah, of Iworks. Well, i well, thank like that
2: them. guy because I was big into Bed Knobs and Broomsticks yep. when I was a
0: kid. Yeah. But yeah, the main thing for a
2: different
1: story, uh, right? That's, that's another <laughs> thing for yours. Don't, don't <laughs> try to ruin Disney <laughs> for this. Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Disney ruined <laughs> <Disney laughs> it for itself. Motherfucker, <laughs> I'll
3: catch
1: you right now. Um, you this, see, look, he started about fucking pregnant women in the last episode. Now he wants to fight me because I'm making fucking fun of Cinderella. Technically,
2: really? technically, at this point, it'll be two episodes back. But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> You know Uh, what I mean? The the thing that most people take away from Song of the South that most people know, whether they're familiar with the movie, is, of course, the Zippity-Doo-Dah song. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, like, Disney is trying to, uh, this is the wrong term, but whitewash that, that era of their of their history, they, like, you're not allowed to buy it, you can't get it on DVD, You like, you might be able to get it bootleg online somewhere. I have
0: a bootleg online.
2: you? <laughs> yeah, a uh, guy... Is from Japan? I know no, no, I it's a guy,
0: Japan. Um, he is in, I want to say New Jersey, but basically... Yeah. But he's do he has all the laser discs, and so uh, he's, uh, he's got some. Them. Yeah, he oh, a laser like... disc. So uh, I actually,
4: got I got it on. Um, it possible. was released on DVD for a very short time, but it was bold. Very,
0: until it was full. and I want to say that was back in the mid 90s.
4: Yeah, it was like 92. Yeah. And, now,
0: and now you pay about four hundred dollars for a copy of it if you want Cause,
4: uh, it.
1: Because we got it. It's still wrapped.
0: Wow. It's meat and box. What? The, yeah. Put on eBay. What's
2: strange about them taking that down is that the while you can't see Uncle Remus. There's a ride in Disneyland and Disney World called Splash Mountain, which yes. is based entirely off Song of the South. And like a rabbit are all and there. A lot of people
0: have no idea that that was based right. off of that cartoon. Yeah, nobody that sees the bear ass car
2: and
1: goes, that's
0: a
2: racist! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and How is it?
0: they, uh, collected all of their, um War cartoons and release their war, war cartoons, in which one of them, uh, Donald Duck plays a Nazi. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
0: He wakes up. It, it's basically it's a nightmare he's having. So at the end uh, of the cartoon, he wakes up. But uh, very yeah, different
2: from *Math and Magic
0: Land*. Exactly. Very different. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he doesn't learn how to be a pool shark and right. uh, use math in order to do that. But. That, so that, that was huge. the point was uh poor sharp Yeah, same thing. So uh <laughs> uh so you know, I'm seeing these young uh these these young people that are making these blanket statements and when you challenge them on it and you can maintain that calm which is the key thing. is like, you know, because you maintain that calm and say, well, you know, just saying because, that's not, that stopped being a significant re- way to define your argument. I'm open to you changing my mind, but you're going to have to show me. You have to give me a better than because. Change, yeah, exactly. Yeah. give me a good online. argument. Right. Like, oh, and as oh, so oh, I was oh. explaining to some of these uh, people, it's like, no, seriously, you, you know, you can't erase history. And, no. uh, you know, so someone challenged my argument because it's a, an online program, so there's people, matter of fact, one of the students is from Morocco or something like that.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, so they're like, well, no, you know, you play that in my country and, you know, you play uh, that cartoon or this cartoon in my country and that is, you know, downright offensive. It's like, well, I, you know, yeah, I understand. That too, you respect cultural differences. That being said, here in America, where we pretty much have done it all and abused just about every nationality that you can think of, and still do, I'm. It's okay busting
1: a Moroccan boy,
2: like
0: when he when he
1: leaves here, right, yeah. Yeah, he's in his trunk right now. <laughs> Probably making him
0: a pair of sneakers, but Adam, I'm... also known as the collector, but because <laughs> I'm there, I'm paying. <laughs>
2: A Mexican illegal immigrant to beat him. Oh, because <laughs> oh, well, I'm not racist. I'm just abusive. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I just, I,
0: I'm not racist. I just I hate everybody. Yeah, exactly. an Equal opportunity. I consider
2: care. myself a human racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah,
0: I think I think you you should you know you, you're correct with sticking with it putting in the work to see um, and even if it turns out not to be what you had expected it to just be open to where the experience takes you out of it so that you can assess and reflect afterwards to see what you got out of it and um, challenge challenge the people to to convince you and wow. to articulate you know it's one of these things that we can sit there and and I you know everyone can complain about what the kids are doing today and you know and, and saying certain things, stuff like that, it's like, well, you know, if no one challenges them articulately and not necessarily put them on the, the fence, so when I say challenge, it's not an aggressive thing. It is very calm, matter of fact, convince me.
2: Well, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm unwilling to do that, and like we'll see on a case by case. Right, basis. Yeah, but I just, I've had so much trouble in the past with that, and I, I've told this story on here before. Uh, I wrote an article after the whole women in comics debate where I pointed out that it's fine to say that there aren't enough women in comics, but we can't really have a discussion on this if you don't have any numbers. And mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't even name people that you'd like to see writing or drawing comics. And I, I've been move, transferring my files from my old site, which which I was paying for, to a Tumblr. And I kept that one for posterity. And the response I got to that was just <laughs> like, like one girl, I I, I told the story, one girl was like, Ugh, I wish I was dead.
4: And well, I that thought, contributes nothing. <laughs> yeah.
2: And the, but the first response was this woman whose who's Tumblr, it might not just be one person, it might be a group of people, it was something like feminismandcomics.tumblr, or something like that. And she was like, I don't care how functional this is. This is clearly misogynistic. I was like, no sweetheart if it's functional it's functional you you can't argue that just because you disagree with it uh that it doesn't count like you get, you know. And by the way, that person who, who wrote like just as long a response as, as what I wrote never once answered any of the questions that I asked. Right. So, you know? and,
0: and, and and I and I understand that because that's someone that's not interested mm-hmm. in a debate. That is not someone that's interested or open uh, to the possibility that it's not always black and white like that. I just right. want to argue exactly. So. They, that's someone that has has their core belief system already formulated, and it's anything deviates from that um, that's abnormal behavior. Right. Yeah, it's pretty much what you have uh, in 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 politics right now. It's you know you're not thinking my way, so you are wrong. Yeah. And not only, only that, but
2: you're the enemy and you're
0: exactly. evil. Right.
2: Like, right. I, I always laugh whenever I see someone like even if it's something I disagree with, somebody posts something, and there's always going to be a response where somebody reposts it or responds to it where they say, "Oh my God, these people are clearly stupid, crazy, yeah, evil, or something like that." And I always think they couldn't just be wrong. Like that's not that's a possibility. Right. Like to be, like be crazy and have the evil. You and, and, like... Again, and this is another thing where you don't have to agree with them, but people are always saying Rush Limbaugh is stupid. He, he might be wrong about a lot, but he's clearly not a stupid man. No. You don't you don't become successful by being stupid. Mm-hmm. Or I mean I guess well, you can go in Jersey Shore. Sc- sure. You can But uh, <laughs> but beyond that, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody builds an empire, that person's clearly probably smarter than you. They might not be right about their opinions. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yep, like that and that's that's the typical response now. That person's crazy stupid or evil right and i, I think agree. it's yeah. i
0: think it's a matter of i'm all but i don't know i think it's a matter of you you stand by what you what your belief is and it's an open challenge and you did you you asked her questions and she didn't respond that's
4: okay well she
2: might have after that i told her yeah. like you you get one shot at me but this this is an old article and i'm not gonna respond to 50 different people right and especially like i said you, you got one shot to to make your case you didn't even begin to make a case. What are the odds you're gonna do it on the second shot? So after that, like the the fifty or so responses, I just actually I think I did respond to one other one just because there was something about it that uh that made me go because uh, it was a dude and uh, it was one of those guys that's like I'm a feminist. I have sensitive nipples as well, and I'm all about the. <laughs> And I the can't believe movie. that that Neanderthals like you still exist.
1: Like really? this is 2013. As he's fucking his sister, right? You know. Well, <laughs> well we all took a turn to be fair.
2: Uh, well, <laughs> and,
0: and, and see, and and it's stuff like that. That again, you know, it's is the sister right, the fucking yeah, or no. But, uh, you know, if you're going to refer to me as Neanderthal, one, what about this? Well, wasn't the
2: words I used. I'm just saying, but no, you know, that sort of, like, attitude.
0: I mean, you know, everyone's going to have their personal definition of how they, uh, you know, what works for them. And, you know, there are going to be the ones that you dismiss just right out. You know, if someone just types OMG, then, you know, there is no response to that. And right. It's... You brought nothing to the table, so I can dismiss that. But uh, if someone again comes up with something accusatory, particularly when you're dealing with you know uh, thread formats where everyone can see it, and if you post up an articulated response to it, and you're asking them, challenging them, you know what what about this makes me a Neanderthal, or you know you know I want your I want your reply, and it's clearly visible that they did not reply. You wind up coming out on the higher end of it because not only did you stand by, you know, what you wrote, but you're also showing I'm open to debating about this. That's why I posted it to begin with. I am, right. I am open to discussion about this. Well, in many
2: of those cases I could tell, like, like again, I just glanced at some of the responses. Right. I could tell they didn't actually read it. They just sort of went with it, but...
0: Yeah, because in, that, in that technological environment, someone reposts it with just the words of, oh, look at this idiot. Yeah. And everyone just kind and of follows it, it like yeah. yeah, so uh, now I think, uh, for me... And the principle of it is, is uh, you know, it's up there for everyone to see that I tried to engage in a debate and no one was willing to debate it. Everyone was just willing to label it. And I was calling them on it. All you're saying is your labels and you're not presenting any evidence to it. Everyone else can see it. So that's fine. I was able to still stand by a principle and also reveal that you're not, you're a person that's not really uh, open to, to a debate. You're revealing your own ignorance, basically. I mean I remember when the when first is the other yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we it. yeah, Special Olympics too. So um, yeah, it snuck in a nice little I like that. Yeah, that. that was good. a yeah, thank little I like it's like, uh, when I, when I released the first Matilda comic, i gotten, cause I used to have a, on the original website, like, uh, what was it, I don't know, it was like, it knows, like Dream Book or something like that where people could leave opinions and comments and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And, uh, I had one guy that, um, he, almost like point by point, was just really kind of ripping up the whole book and uh, so I went line for line back which is like number one you know he, he was using belies incorrectly and so we like defined it and I said so this is the definition of belies so based on your sentence you're actually saying I did a good thing mm-hmm. and uh, you know talking about he's like you know your pages aren't you know you didn't uh, 16 pages was all I was able to for back then he's like that's not even half of a, an actual comic book it's like well again actually it is it, it, it's actually more than half 22 pages uh, not Counting advertising is right. an average comic book. Right. So, half of that is 11. Now, I'm putting out 16. Mm-hmm. That's, that's even mm-hmm. basic. Over around three quarters. Exactly. That's even basic math. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's>,
2: also, <laughs> there's no defined standard of comics. How big has to be? Like, like, if you released it as a prestige format comic, then yes, it would be like an eighth of a comic or right. something like that. It just yeah, I mean, well, you know, I
0: can't call 16 pages a graphic novel. Right. But, uh, it's, so, but the thing of it was is, uh, again... It would be a graphic novella. It would be a graphic novella. A graphic ash can is whatever. It is. So, uh, but, that's yeah, that's what you should do
3: next.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll go to Kinko's, staple them in the corner, it'll be perfect. So, uh, so yeah, it's just you know the little corner staple, yeah, they're free, they're free, they're free. They're free. Thank you. So yeah, it's to me, it's you know. So I went point point by point, saying you know actually you know, the stuff that you're saying is just very broad statement. And, uh, in the fact that you can, I mean, you can sit there and say the art sucks. Well, that's okay. I can put 10 people in front of a Monet painting and come away with 10 different opinions of it. Art is subjective. So I can respect that you don't like my art style, but the rest of it is just a blanket uneducated statement. And this is how I'm justifying it. And of course, right. you don't get a response for that because that's not what they're hoping to hear. Um, So I've always been about, you know, challenging, you know, challenge, change my, like, I, one of my favorites was I was at, uh, CoastCon, the one and only time I, I took my my comic to CoastCon, and, uh, these three guys came up, young guys came up, and they were looking through my sketchbook and, and stuff like that, and one of the guys was like, oh man, what do you, what do you use to ink? So, you know, I pulled out the inking pens and showed them, and, opened up a sketchbook, and, you know, it's like, here, try it on the sketchbook. And so he's trying it, and so we're basically talking shop, me and this one guy that he's generally interested in feedback, and he was sharing his knowledge as well. And one of his friends uh, was, like, flipping through one of the comics or something like that, and he kind of mumbles under his breath. He's like, oh, man, she looks like a troglodyte. And so I paused the conversation right there. I was like, excuse me, what you say? And he's like, nothing. I was like, no, 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 I'm not mad or anything, but, you know, be a man. Say what you're going to say. He's like, well, I think she just looks like she looks like a travel guide. And I was like, oh, well, cool sketch pad, and piece of paper. How would you draw her? Just show me, you know. I may learn something, you know, here that I did not, you know, realize. But again, show me how we get Well, I can't draw. Well, then you need to shut up. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It's>, that's <laughs> awesome. But it it it, 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 it does have that no nonsense of bullshit thing, right. but. To me, it's, again, it's a level of credibility. You know, if, you know, Frank Miller came up to my, uh, and actually Monty has a good one with um, um, Guy Does with the Crow. James O'Barr. So, James, James O'Barr. Where James O'Barr was like, you know, why aren't you inking with brushes? And he gave Monty tips right there, and then Monty started inking with brushes. You know, it's, again, if I someone's bet. got some credibility yeah, yeah. that, you know, I want to learn from it. And even if I haven't heard from the person, um, you know, it's, it, if someone wants to say, well, hey, you know, like Derek does it a lot when we had drinking controls where we we're like, dude, try this method. And he'll show it to us. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, that's, that's a really good method. So it's, again, challenging someone to show me how to do better. And if you can't, well, then we're just dealing with an opinion at that point. Right. And, well, <laughs> we all know about opinions. Yeah. So yeah, again, if this guy can't draw, then you just have an opinion, and you would could say that about you know any artist, just like I could anything, exactly yeah. anything. So you know it'd be uh, a sports team. You know your team sucks, and that's the end of his argument right there. He's got no way to justify. Well, you know because statistically your team is uh, making this percentage of points. Well, but like he can't justify it. So yeah, I will always challenge somebody to change my mind but you got to do it through justifying your arguments, not using just the cause. Right. That's what winds up, in my opinion at least, making you, you're able to change the behavior that you're trying to change, um, but it also, again, paints you in in the reflective light that you want to be in, which is the person that I'm the one that's open here and not the closed-minded person, and it's right there out in the open if you're not going to challenge me back. You know, yeah. substantiate it. So, uh, so yeah, I would, I'd be interested to see how... How you come out with all of this and uh, don't shy, don't shy oh, we'll away see. from the debate, yeah, dude.
1: guess like, we'll whenever it's all said and done, we could get Ted back on, yeah, and then we'll talk and we'll about read it. We'll read, was, we'll
0: read, we'll read some of the threads. That would be cool. That'd be cool, man, man. Yeah. And, and, and justify some. Oh, look at what this guy wrote. Of course, you Dick exactly. <laughs> Just because what <laughs> exactly? It's like oh, and we won't read what you reply <laughs> yeah. to. In there. So that's uh, yeah, well, that's, that's a donkey, and it looks what? like a. Stick figure of his mom, and we're just, you know, that's, that's
1: really. Wow. <laughs> it's a stick figure donkey show. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh, it was an educated response. That's the name there. of the podcast, <laughs> the stick figure, figure donkey, donkey
0: show. show.
4: But, uh, <laughs> candelabra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just my candelabra. That's right.
2: So, uh, Rum, uh, yeah. you, you had some stories there.
4: Oh, I had a. Now, after all that, it doesn't even sound that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Come no, 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 There's
0: some lines out there about special Olympics and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah.
4: Uh, you know, really buddies some props. Alright, um... Oh. Dude,
2: dude lube, up, lube up and insert.
4: Uh, this is just kind of funny because these uh, two guys just dude. got arre- just uh, got arrested. They were probably, well, one was high. Duh. The other one not high. So th- <laughs> this goes in with comics. They had just finished reading, I can't remember what series of comics. Matilda. So it was probably Matilda. Exactly. Um, and decided that they were going to become, now these, these guys were like in their 20s, all right? So put this in perspective. They're going to become supervillains. Nice. So so they're going to go on a a spree of of robberies. You sure both of them were high. No, no, just the, the the smart one. After listening to this guy talk, the smart one was the guy that was high. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice.
0: Uh, Clearly, they weren't reading my book. They're, they they're reading. They didn't have any
4: cash know. on them, so they were going to make their own outfits. So what they did was, you know, they pieced some stuff together. But the funny thing is. They drew on each other's masks with permanent markers. Okay. So they go running through the area wherever the hell they were at. Is it full face masks or just the eyepiece? No, I mean, they, they went decorative. I mean, they, they were, like, going with, like, Magneto's helmet over the face. with. The, nice. Yeah, real, real classy stuff. There's no way over there area. is
0: no way there's a good ending to the story. So, absolutely. Because
4: <laughs> well, of your perspective. It can't end well, folks. They they actually got away with five robberies <laughs> Because they were stunned by they laughter They were just, I guess, walking in and, and, and just were like, oh my, what the fuck is this So, <laughs> this was all in one night did, Two days it, later, did one of them
2: try to lift one of the money bags by putting <laughs> out <his> a <laughs> hand? They, they
4: actually got away with some. I mean, something oh uh, you know, exciting like like eighty five hundred dollars. Let's say out of five robberies, they got eighty five hundred bucks. Two days later, they right. decided to lay low. They put their costumes away, you know, mm-hmm. and then they decided to go on with their lives. Did I mention they drew their faces on with permanent
0: marker? That <laughs> <laughs> boy got mad How long was this dude high?
4: Like, like a week, <laughs>
1: and he still had marker on his face.
4: The one guy, the one, the, the one twenty some year old guy was the son of the police chief. The other one worked at Subway.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So they
0: both go back to doing whatever hey, job. Was was the smart needed. one, <laughs> yeah. the, And that's sure how they got probably. All right. Well, what I'm trying to figure out now is how they did the lineup. I mean, because the way a lineup generally works, and follow me here, the way a lineup generally works is that they get a person, and then they get, like, five other people that look like the person. So they had a whole bunch of guys. They get the police staff artist to so draw on the other suspects and say, was it the guy that had the Magneto face, or was it the guy that had the Spawn face? No, or man, they, they just went to the cost, uh, the, like
1: the comp, and they just got a bunch of cosplayers to come up there.
2: Or, did they legitimately buy a Magneto costume and make them wear
0: it in the lineup? Yeah. And did they go to Party City and, you know, like, and and, and buy the, the cheap costumes? And was
2: was the arresting officer singing one of these things is not like the you know, other? Well,
4: so they asked, in an interview with the news station that was telling the story. They asked the officer what uh, what the suspect had said to him at, when he got caught. They looked at the officer dead to face and said, how did you know it was me? Wow. Oh, my
1: God, dude.
2: Was
4: that the stupid one? <laughs> that was the stupid one, yeah. Okay, stupid okay, one. Okay, okay. I just thought that was hysterical.
2: That is. That is. <laughs> He's like, No, dude, I was working at Subway that day. <laughs> it was it was bring your mask to work day.
1: I didn't have a mask, so I just drew it off.
2: Can you imagine that? Like if you went to Subway and there was a guy there in a subway uniform. Exactly. Mark it on his head. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking it's
4: like,
0: you know, you walk in I am and, not even sandwich for this person. Yeah, is he still magneto at that What do you want from your <laughs> son? Do you want the toasted human?
1: here's your change exactly floating <laughs> like up to you exactly. exactly that's when you look <laughs> kind of
0: like stupid the coins in your pocket aren't magnetic <laughs> uh, you are lame lamest villain ever uh, so yeah you know it's like how uh, like, uh, oh, do you want that toasted mortal uh no <laughs> uh, i ask for extra cheese Charles old friend would you <laughs> would you like
1: lettuce on top I
0: heard the meatballs are really good. You cool. are an evil villain because that's not really lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> and ninety percent of my sub is all that green crap. You are evil. Evil subway villain. Exactly evil subway villain. <laughs>
4: No, I just I, I saw that and uh, I had a look up the video to it and it was just absolutely ridiculous.
0: Oh uh, no,
2: yeah. so we're why out, have we yeah. not been treated? Well to it be actually it, it,
0: it kinda reminds me of uh, the, the the news story happened back in the eighties of when Chuck Norris got mugged and oh yeah. How the fuck did Chuck Norris get well, Chuck Norris? Norris but but, but that's just, and I almost got away with it too. Exactly. they <laughs> it weren't for the fact that he was a world champion karate <laughs> right. karate champion. No, actually uh these two guys attempted to mug Chuck Norris back in the heyday of Walker Texas Ranger. Nice. And there, they, and, and here's the funny thing is that the news clip uh, showed they're talking to the guy. He's in the hospital bed. <laughs> His face is bandaged because he just got the shit kicked out by by a sixty year old man. Exactly. Yeah, by a sixty year old man. Their logic was is that it was TV, so it was all fake. They, they had no idea that he That's was the a thing. world I Can think a lot
2: of people don't. That dude, like, was in Vietnam, I think, oh, yeah. or something like that. And
4: no, that was a movie. It was a Dirty Dozen, I think. That uh, <laughs> was
1: real life.
2: But the thing that the thing is. No no, no it was dirty dancing. Yeah. Chuck yeah. Carlson, well, in
0: dirty dancing. Chuck Carlson, dirty dancing, I don't want to see I don't know, it'd be, be so great. Well no, it'd be like yeah, like he'd throw, the, he'd throw the chick through the ceiling, yeah. you know, and yeah. but it's just yeah. so, reality. This is what happens when you really get kicked in the face by someone wearing cowboy boots. Right. You know, you are hospitalized. End of discussion. Right. So that I can understand where they, you know, might have thought, oh, man, that was all fake. You know, well, yeah, on TV it is, because now, champ, you're, you're laying in a hospital bed, severely disfigured, and you get the credit of, I tried to mug Chuck Norris. Well, you know, that's kind of a good credit. I mean, I'd be like, yeah, I can't breathe out my eye now, back, but, you know. And all my dinners are through a straw. Oh, yeah. hey,
3: I did it!
2: <laughs> you know, there's that famous uh, scene in Happy Gilmore where Bob Barker beats the, the shit out of yeah. him. Yeah. And a lot of people, I don't think, get... the the joke is that Bob Barker really can beat the shit out of, well, actually at this point, Bob no, Barker's well, a champion. mixed martial
1: arts champion, I think. Bob Barker can't fight his way out of a fucking <laughs> hospital bed right now.
4: He he spades and neuters with his bare hands. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's
0: like Mulrom from fucking Indiana Jones. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. that's, that's, that's why
0: Snoop Dogg's turning out reggae albums out Bob. Bob Barker got a hold of him. Snoop Lion. Yep. Snoop Lion. <laughs> now. He's peaceful now. He's, no anger in him whatsoever. But he really goes, he does, like does know how to
2: fight. Like, he was trained by... I want to say it was, he was goal Chuck Norris and Jackie
1: Chan. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That is
0: fucking and funny. And Mr. Rogers. He was... A, was a marine
2: sniper. Don't mention Mr. Rogers in front of Rome. Yeah. Fuck Mr. Rogers. Yeah, he has some kind of weird thing. I think one... No, that's a myth. He Mr. Rogers molested him when he was a child. Oh, he's just a dickhead. <laughs> Rome. That's, that's what he said when he was molested. He's him. dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Thank
1: God. Oh, oh man. man. up, dude. No, there's the title of
0: your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thank God Mr. Rogers he is did dead. Calm up that asshole. <laughs> There's the title of your podcast <laughs> right there. <laughs> then you can put in parentheses Stick Figure Donkey Show. <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
4: There
1: That's fucking kidding.
4: wrong. Why? <laughs> Why? Because he didn't give you something? No, he's he's just a, he's an absolute. Everybody in in Pennsylvania knows that Mr. Rogers is a dickhead. he's, he's from he's from up around Pittsburgh. Right. Uh-huh. And um, he, he's he's mean. He's yeah. a mean motherfucker. He well he isn't now. He's dead. So there's a little joy. Um, he, he was an asshole at a restaurant when I was at a restaurant. He's that he's that guy at the restaurant that orders, but he's like, I know this isn't on the menu, but could you do this and this? But I don't want it this way. Wait, let me change my mind. I don't want it like this. I want... You know, and he's that guy, you know, and everything had to be about him. And you he hated, he hated exactly. people coming up to him saying, calling him Mr. Rogers. He hated that. Hmm. Can you, like, there's, there's not an ounce of
2: humor in Rum's voice right now. This is pure, rummy rage.
4: I'd have, I'd have punched him in the throat if I was older. <laughs> well, well, he's an easy target now.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you already got in a fight with the goddamn Penguin, so you might as well beat up Take Mr. This, Rogers, Take this, you old too. Dust
4: bag. <laughs>
1: You stole somebody's leg, you fought the penguin now you want to kill
0: mr rogers oh, you're a fucked up dude man
4: who else did i like <laughs> yeah so let's go down the list of people running <laughs> captain and Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, captain. Fuck,
1: fuck captain Tennille.
4: they came they came to uh when i was living in savannah they came uh, and they they parked their yacht their boat they're actually they live in tampa oh this they, is real
3: yeah, yeah. oh
4: yeah. <laughs> they, they, came, they came up to Savannah and parked it at, at one of the docks I was managing and um, they, they were asses.
0: This was recent,
2: right? Why did he refer to himself as the captain when he died? <laughs>
0: That's this, this is about, this is a couple years captain ago. You.
2: Oh, hey, hey,
4: rum uh, by the end of that exchange, did you have a little captain in you? I, no, I did not have a little captain in ha <laughs> <laughs> Be captain? If there's anything, he'd have a little rum in him. <laughs> A real little room. Uh, well, I'll just go in a little bit. Just, this just is enough. Love your own. This is why we
2: love you. <laughs> and who else does he hate? Hey, come <laughs> on, come on. Bunch of come on. Ant bears. <laughs> ant bears. Panda bears. Ant bears. Oh, oh, yeah,
1: that's uh, uh, Panda bears. The
2: world looks like a panda bear. No, no, really. They're like, yeah, don't
0: you know that's the evil
1: character in my book, is a panda bear. Yeah,
0: you're right. <laughs> well he hates panda bears because they don't know how to breed.
2: Oh. Yeah. Hey, well he says humanity is a giant panda bear. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Is this? That's,
0: that's my i, I you know, I, I, I think I know how to breed.
4: Yeah. I'm pretty critical. Well, yeah, but so, pandas don't. Oh yeah, that
0: is true. But when I'm the,
4: down for some they, instructional videos. We're always constantly trying to save panda bears and there's no there's no point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm on from pregnant
2: women now, so but you're I off you of, done with those?
1: Yeah, we're on to pandas now. Pandas fucking pregnant
2: women. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not pandas fucking pregnant women. That that would be gross. <laughs> you he jumps up in a furry
1: outfit and just.
2: Oh know. yeah, Tim and. I, I told you that story, right? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah the that furry promo? video. Yeah. I just got a
2: there. No, I was on the podcast. I, I was I was looking at porn one day, and I was on like YouTube, uPorn or something, and. Uh, there was a video of a, a guy in a panda suit fucking a chick, and I, I looked at it because I was curious how oh, it worked. High. It was only like 15 minutes. You know, <laughs> That's all you needed. 40, 45 at the end. Yeah, and you were done twice. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I think, you know, after about 15 minutes, you kind of pick up what the plot is. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you there's a mean, plot. there was no plot. No, no. Oh, I'm sure there was. No, was like, I was just curious it was how it worked. Like,
1: bad naughty panda. <laughs> like,
2: I didn't know if somebody cut a hole, like, do you cut a hole in it? And how big does your dick have to be to pass through the, the suit? You know what I'm saying? Like, so you actually like that's going to take an inch off. Mm-hmm. You know? it turns out, uh, I don't even know if it was a dude, because it was a dildo. And they, by the way, they did cut the hole. It wasn't just, uh, apparently it wasn't a strap-on big enough for the panda suit. Uh, but it was a giant panda suit. I mean, it was like... <laughs> It Long was like
0: a mascot, kind of,
2: a mascot size sort of thing. Right, it was like the fighting pandas. It was oh, like three the raping pandas. We we're the raping pandas. We're back a <laughs> rum when he's bloated. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, so it didn't end well. It did end well. <laughs> well, so short. I came. So
1: uh, <laughs> and so did she. I'm just
2: gonna start ending conversations that way when people walk
0: by. It's like, and then I came. Long, long story short,
4: the panda came.
0: Oh well, no, it's it's the whole like uh, the old Alfred Hitchcock story. How he would tell stories when he'd go into an elevator mm-hmm. uh, with a. Uh, usually, he would go in with somebody and a uh, crowded elevator, and he would start telling a story to his friend. And just as they were about to get off the floor, that's where he would leave the story hanging and he would leave. And so everybody in the elevator is like, oh, what the hell happened? So you could do the reverse is then that you're ending the story as you go <laughs> in to the crowded elevator. It's like, and, and, well, long story short is, I can't. And then <laughs> just, everyone's like, huh? what
2: the fuck happened? <laughs> I kind of want to go now into, uh, like crowded elevators and start monologuing like it was a cold winter night. When <laughs> <That's laughs> my so... mother burst in the door as I had my hand on my cock.
4: <laughs> speaking of Hitchcock, has anybody watched any of the new Bates? I have. Thing? What do you think of it?
1: I like it. It's kind of weird.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: but I mean, I do like it.
4: Okay, I, I was just curious with you. It's just a curious.
1: professional opinion. Well, you you asked me, how do you like it? Well, it's weird, and I like it. That's what you asked well, me. I mean, you didn't ask me to describe the show.
4: All right, describe the show.
1: Well, there's a really weird boy, and his mom touches him. <laughs>
4: Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're, we're talking about uh, the TV is this show, right?
1: Uh, probably. Eventually, it probably would be. If you ever watch that show... You I'm compare,
4: sorry, Manny, I love you.
1: You can compare Manny's life to the Bates motel place. He's got an overbearing mother that won't let him do anything. Eventually, I'm I'm sure Norman will turn gay because of this. So you know that's Manny right there. Manny, he's a choice. And and and, then (laughs) whatever. And then eventually, and sometimes you go to church (laughs) and choose not to be. Manny's gonna kill me. So that's you know that's not not me because you
0: you know know, the news. So what you're saying is that eventually you'll see the news crawler of that they finally have caught. The truck stop prostitute killer, and it know, will be, man. be you know, Yes. Okay. And it will yes. be him dressed in drag, Probably. In, cu- in cuffs, being laid in. Probably Lindsay so. In Probably baby. so. Calm Here's a, now, a now, folks. <laughs> Rumble, what, is, what did you Before think What were you of thinking of so? it? Yeah. I
1: Actually, I really do like it. I mean, it, I,
4: I, I I've but, only seen one episode. Well. Kind of two episodes of it, uh, been like catching back up on it. Uh, I don't know what was that kid in. I can't can't place him. Was uh, playing
1: Norman? Well, No, he wasn't in fucking Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> and he's been in all kind of fucking movies, but I I nothing that really springs to mind. He was just,
4: I, It was like Narnia or something.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like that. It wasn't Narnia though. It was um, something with Johnny Depp. I don't know. I, wish I was in Narnia.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you wish you were in Don- Johnny Depp. That's what you wish you were in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Anyway, I was just trying to figure out what that kid was in because he just looks so freaking familiar. Yeah, he's been in
1: a bunch of crap. And one of the guy the, the police officer was in Lost and it was just a bunch of I don't even know half the characters in there. I've seen all their faces but I couldn't tell you where they're from.
4: Yeah.
1: But it's a good good show. I'm wondering what this uh uh what is it? Hannibal, that's coming out.
4: I'm interested in that. I Heard it's so supposed to be a musical comedy.
1: Really? Yeah. It, sh- it should be good. I mean, it should be.
4: Wait, they're making a new 18? Oh. Yes,
1: a new
2: 18. Sweet.
1: Yep, and it's, it's, it's it stars. Um
2: you
1: spit
3: in my. <laughs> All right. <That's>
1: right. <laughs>
3: you shot,
1: you. hepatitis just flew right in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I used to love the 18. That was a show. I was just, they yeah. used to love the hepatitis in your eye. But, uh, <laughs> do, you,
2: do you like? Uh, yeah, I, I slipped over that like,
1: all over your eye. You it, was, know. it was awesome. Yeah, I used to love the 18 too, man.
2: Always wanted the van. So, oh. there's some movie news. Is there? Yes. Uh, two two casting notices. One, uh, Robert Redford is going to be in Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier. I did hear that. Playing, curiously, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the reason I say curious is because Nick Fury is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., or at least, I mean, I don't know if he's officially said that in any of the movies, but that's the way
0: it's portrayed. No,
4: mm-hmm. well, he's not the head because he reports to somebody. Well, he reports to the,
0: the, the high council. Right, the like w. some sort of you.
4: Wind, exactly. shadow thing. Well, I was thinking maybe that was going to be Redford's character. He was going to be, like, his boss. He's you a know what boss. I'm saying?
0: Possibly. I'm,
2: I'm wondering if it's going to end up being some sort of flashback to the time when, like, between when, when Captain America was frozen.
4: Oh, that's like, possible, yeah. yeah. That's possible, yeah. Or or maybe they'll get, uh, you know, maybe we, we should just clamor together and get Hasselhoff back. As Nick Fury? Nick Fury.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they schedule? have uh, the, the scheduled website cheeseburgers. No, they have those websites where you can get petitions started. It's it's worked for Firefly so far, so um <laughs> It's uh, definitely the third season. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah, petitions. That's where to go. And
4: uh... I really think he he made the better Nick Fury. I'm sorry, he, he did not. Th- awesome. It
0: was fucking terrible.
4: <laughs> he was the best Nick Fury. He looked like the cartoon character. It was Nick Fury. Was well, hey, awesome. I don't believe there's ever been a Nick Fury cartoon. Whatever. You know, I mean, the animated drawing of Nick Fury. He had that. And how does Hasselhoff look anything like Nick Fury aside animated, from being white? Wait, you said the he anim- had the <laughs> See, Nick Fury had that white patch in his hair. He had the square head. He had the, the frickin'. freaking. So, Just trying to say,
2: Rum? All white men with, with uh, square heads and, and white and hair? White hair are, are look alike? Yes,
4: it's oh. exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, there he said it. How dare you. How
0: dare you? He said. He said what everybody was just, they, they, other people were just afraid to think. How dare you? All <laughs> <laughs> white people looking alike. <laughs> said
2: it. I'm thoroughly. I'm going to call Al Sharpton right now, and it'll be over here. In a Al minute. Sharpton. What is and, he
4: gonna uh, do? Right, They all do look alike.
2: He's gonna. He's Shut gonna agree. He's gonna, he's agree. gonna, he's gonna a, go to Rum's house,
0: rhyme and protest and eat bread. He's
4: ribs. gonna rhyme.
0: Cause that's, that's, that's the way you protest now. And he's gonna threaten to start an online petition. So, yes. Uh, to get Hasselhoff back exactly, as Nick Fury. Exactly. In. Yeah, cause Ted worked for Fireflies <laughs> before.
1: He's worked for, uh, Farscape and, uh. And Dolph Lundgren made the best Punisher.
0: Actually, he, said, he did, did, did work
2: for- I got that movie made, uh, The Peacekeeper Wars. What? Unless this has been since then.
0: What are you talking about? No, since no, there's like, you know, online petition to bring the the series back. It's it's the same uh, it's the same nonsense. You know, bring the series back because you know, the, 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 the characters the characters like
2: a Four hour miniseries that they they put out a couple of years ago. Farscape ended on a huge cliffhanger. Yeah. With Aaron and John Crichton, like, disintegrated.
1: Yeah, I didn't get to finish watching it,
2: but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry. No, at least that's what I heard. What, what, I could be wrong. You asked what was That's not bothering
1: <laughs> Well, but
2: anyway, so, uh, there was, like, I think a three-year gap where nobody knew. Like, it was just like, oh, that's great. And, uh, a massive cliffhanger where our favorite characters die. And uh, eventually, somehow or another, the studio... Decided to do... Yeah, they, a series. they
1: did a miniseries, and the miniseries,
2: which is pretty awesome, uh, rounded it out, finished it off. And oh, that's good.
1: So. I'll have to check that out. I like think I said, I I, I I think I'm on the last season I've been watching on Netflix.
2: Uh, Farscape's one of, like, great... It's really like, good. Sci-fi. <laughs> and, I mean, it's... Pure Pure sci-fi. And a yeah. lot of things, like, I love Babylon 5, but it's pretty close to pure sci-fi, but it's also a lot of political allegory. Mm-hmm. There's none of that in no. in Farscape. It's Farscape just, just, like... Fun, crazy... I'm sorry, Ron, you were going to say something?
4: No, I was going to say, I, I, I started watching Farscape, but it was one of those shows that uh, it just... For, for me, I, I don't know why, I just kind of lost interest in it.
2: How far did you... Like, because the thing is, you got to remember, a lot of these shows, the first season... It's kind of weak. Right. They, they, I
4: watched a couple seasons of it. I don't know. Maybe some of the sides, the side stories were just getting on my nerves, and I, I had to turn it. You know, stories. Fuck them. I know. I hear you. <laughs> it's entertainment. It's 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 underage kids and vampires. It's like it was written by Mr. Rogers.
1: Bastard.
0: <laughs> so. bitch. <laughs> Mr. Rogers Farce. The problem yeah, is, Ron takes it itself. He does.
4: Ron, Ron does you know it. what it was? That little, that little fucking. What is it? Little Toad Man. What was he? Yoda. Oh, the <laughs> heinarian
2: uh, Yeah. Uh, that what dude pissed yeah. me
4: off. That's why I stopped to watching. Rigel.
2: Rigel.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: I liked him. I thought he was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rogers. Wow, we lover. actually had two Farscape
2: references in this episode. That's insane. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, but yeah, so Other Nick movies. Fury, or possibly Nick Fury's day, because the thing is, in the comics right now, they're doing this horrible story where uh, <laughs> Nick Fury is about to die, and so they're replacing him with a uh, random black man that they're calling Nick Fury. Who looks vaguely like Thank Samuel God. L. Jackson. Really? But doesn't really act like him. And, uh, so, like, he it's possible they're gonna do that with the, with the, the movies as well. I, I would think so. For one thing, Robert Redford is old, but does he really look old enough to be Sam Jackson's dad? Uh, yeah. Also, Sam Jackson is black. I was gonna say, right? he doesn't move from That, that doesn't
0: mean nothing. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, you know, that, it's um, possible, like one has an eye patch, one doesn't. Clearly, right. he's not his dad. Maybe true.
4: they have eye patches and opposite eyes. You
0: know, and, and the, maybe, maybe Redford's blonde. <laughs> He's got two eye patches. I mean, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe the Samuel L. Jackson's hair color was originally blonde. I do want to clarify,
2: because I know squirrels will, will call me after listening to this. I am well aware wow. that wow. a white man can have sex with a black woman, and, <laughs> and that have a child, child can be super black, but normally they're, like, Super black. Is that a
1: new right. superhero too? What? Super black. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Aha, I'm super so black.
0: Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Now that would be funny. So, so, so talking just, about your
0: your black Hitler. Yeah, it was, it was a one shot. Uh... One shot in the '70s, super black. That was all he was known. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so w- he didn't he? No, that's that's a different character. That's serious black. He was in Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he, he was, was. He was serious. Serious black. He was, he was like, I mean, I'm joking. Exactly. I always thought Samuel
0: L. Jackson was serious black in every role that that he played. <laughs>
2: That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> the, other, the other news that I just heard, so I, I don't know if it's confirmed, but Gamora from uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, who is a green-skinned assassin. Excuse me. She's often referred to as the most dangerous woman in the universe. Motherfucker. Uh, so she's Xena, Warrior Princess, but with green. Gotcha. Uh, is so Kirk wouldn't fuck her.
4: Yeah, he would. He'd do anything. Oh, he'd fuck a Tribble. I think. Mean, I think he was wrong. I think. I think he, would, I think I think,
2: I think he yeah. has fucked a triple, In fact, yeah. I think. I think. But he, do he wouldn't play. do just one. I think he'd have like a box full of Tribbles. <laughs>
0: he just puts it in and lets them vibrate a little that? bit. Oh, wow. to, like Lay's potato chips. <laughs> <We>
1: can't. It's like mini furries. Woo! He gets a discount on Priceline. Gotcha.
2: Ah, yo, So anyway. Uh, Zoe Saldana, uh, better known uh, currently as uh Lieutenant Uhura in Star uh, Trek. That's
1: why I pulled that Star out. Trek.
4: Yeah, I don't like her. He so pulled out? What? Yeah, yeah,
1: pulled that out because she is on Star Trek. Kirk. Oh, right, right. Sorry. And green skin. So now it's a double. So he would sleep with her because she's black and because she's green.
4: Zing. I got it. Got it. So she's just dark green?
2: Oh, yeah. I how you went from I didn't get to the joke to let's over-explain it for two <laughs> well, days. I did that on purpose. <laughs> <'Cause I'm> like, <laughs>
0: he's is he's that your
2: catchphrase? I did that on purpose? He's, he's, got, on purpose. he's
0: got a dry East for where he's, he's going to break down the diagram yeah. the for
2: you.
1: This so. is where it goes. Exactly. Here's <laughs> the yeah. Is that
2: why you're here to draw it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. So uh, Your lead illustrator on, on the <laughs> explaining <laughs> the joke to Damn,
3: Adam project. Yes,
0: that's that's what all those years of art school went to, Mom. <laughs> Aren't you proud? <laughs> so now, and uh, I hear that, um, uh, some, cause I was looking at some of the conceptual sketches that they, that they were coming out with, and the conceptual sketches for Gamora were, cause they were trying to, uh, capture a mystique about her, you know, that even though she. Wrong franchise. franchise. What?
4: Sorry. Wrong <laughs> franchise. They were trying to
0: capture this, uh, this, this mystique mystery, mystery about her, you know, uh-huh. she is the most dangerous assassin. But they, also wanted to have that sense of intimidation that she's you know this deadly killer as well so it's kind of like that they're trying to capture this image of you see this person it's like do you really want to tempt that so i think their answer was they're dressing her in a sweater vest like mr rogers because he was the most dangerous, ah! <laughs> the most dangerous man <laughs> That's awesome. Is she, she going to have like a little uh, trolley? That's what she rides. It's a. She's it's a silver, silver trolley that she just like <laughs> glides on like a surfboard, and oh, uh, ride a King Friday runs, runs out, out of If she oh, yeah, a
2: sword. She'll have the puppet. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: exactly. That's, that would be awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she holds up King Friday and's like, "Oh, how cute a puppet!" The lasers come out King Friday's on. And man. more
2: for the opportunity for me to say something racist and ignorant. Uh and once you have it,
1: been all.
2: No, I, I, when somebody told me that, I, my legitimate thought was, and I guess it doesn't make sense. Can you really paint a black person green? CGI. Like, how does how does how does yes. that work? Like, oh, sorry, uh, oh I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> you could do that.
2: You think they
0: do that? Uh, I guess I guess if they're doing Drax,
2: that that's. It's
0: it's it's just the nature because actually going since I've been going more and more you know with the, the online thing of learning um, uh, animation and how a lot of that stuff comes about because matter of fact that's uh talk, going back even further in the podcast when we're talking about generalized statements how some people were making these generalized statements of CGI is ruining everything you know well actually it, it isn't it at least in my opinion it's mm-hmm. Ray Harryhausen when he did all of his stop motion. Do you think he would turn down some of the modern animatronics that they used for Corpse no! No, he'd be jumping all over that because that makes his job easier... And he can think more creatively of right. what he can create. You right. can you can do more with what you, you know, exactly that, yeah I'm exactly. So stuff, you know it's not right about the, the tool;
2: it's about the artisan. I mean, if you exactly. look at Pixar, it's the best you, you, films ever made, and it's all CGI animation. Right. Yeah. You know? you know, it's
0: it, again, it's the 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 tool in the hand of an artist that he sits there and says, "Wow, if I can, you know, can I do those things? Okay, well, that kind of opens up the door of imagination." and and, and that's what you want these creative people to be able to do. So whether they're going to CGI or not, you know, anyone knows at this well, point. I they're, imagine they're they're still they'll probably enhance sketches. it with yeah. CGI I mean, it because
2: the Rocket Raccoon is primarily going to have to be CGI. Oh yeah, are they um, still going to do that? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that's what Guardians of the Galaxy is, bro. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: oh, oh, oh. you know, but the other thing was is there was a lot of debate initially if that if he was going to be in it or not because they didn't want to go with this overly CGI. Uh, movies, so groovy. Toys. Yeah. They, they're they definitely have to. gonna
2: have racket Raccoon. Just exactly. And that's, and
0: that's what I was saying is that especially when everything got sold to Disney, Disney was like, are you kidding me? We can of sell our crap raccoon. out of uh, yeah. a raccoon carrying guns. Come on. You know, so, so yeah, I think they wound up changing it back. I mean, look, CGI. the stock alone
2: is... Good. Oh, yeah,
0: okay. oh, yeah.
2: Right. It's like, it's like dinner and a show here. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, cause, you It's can, a hunter's you know, enemy. Exactly. You're gonna, exactly. No, they're gonna be like, that's my pet dog right there. My mom's Come Come on. On. like, that's a raccoon. No, it's my dog. That's that a good old boy. Exactly. So, uh, so now, uh, it, of course, you know, we're, lo- we're looking at a lot of the conceptual sketches. And, um, since I'm, not that I'm authority of it, but understanding more about the production end of what goes on to it, you know, and starting with the conceptual sketches, It's, they're gonna, they're literally gonna have some very talented people that are going to be like, how can we make this a reality? Mm-hmm. By taking the reins off of them and letting them create, and then referring back to, of course, you know, the guys like uh, uh, Kevin Feige and stuff like that. They're going to be like, well, no, we kind of want to go in this direction because they have a, a, a grander plan. So mm-hmm. they'll bounce back and forth where they'll, they'll wind up hitting, it, hitting on it, more than likely since she's what they refer to in the industry as, as biped. She's a human. That they could put a CGI suit on her yeah. or something like that. Uh, kind of like they did with Mystique. Exactly. Well, Mystique
1: was painted, but then with, when her face and changes... Han- right. and, and the yeah. Iron Man suit is that way. It's oh, not, yeah.
2: they, they don't complete the whole suit. It's Part of it is, through necessity, CGI, but it's done so well that you can't tell. Right, right? and that's, and and that's I, what I was
0: getting at it with. Uh, is That's probably where they're going to wind up going with a lot of these characters is... If they it's can smart. get that, yeah, because it is because in uh, Robert Downey Jr. is a good example of that. What he has to do with Iron Man, it allows the actor to act. It allows to capture the motion and the movement that looks normal. You imagine if fluid. he put out,
1: put out a solid suit, he wouldn't to Plastic,
0: you know, even if we're fiberglass like a Stormtrooper outfits,
1: was real.
0: Yeah. The yeah whoa. whoa!
2: I just blew your mind, just, man. Wow. <laughs>
0: Let's go. So yeah, I got a feeling that they're going to probably try to go that route. Uh, they cost. should hire the
2: two guys that rob those banks.
1: <laughs> makeup art. It's yeah.
0: makeup Dude, no, I got this, man. No, oh. oh, I got
1: this. Like this. More, oh, right. Look, I'll draw the tits on you. Dude,
0: that'd be so cool. <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind, man. I already have them. What? Exactly. It's like, yeah, no, no, man. We got the raccoon right here, man. See, look. <laughs> He's a little relaxed right now, but it's <laughs> okay. The dead raccoon on the stick. No, no, look, man. See, we got these strings tied to his arms. <laughs> Look, man. I, I just used a staple gun. I stapled <laughs> I stapled this 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 hand solo blaster that I bought off of eBay, man. Look, it looks real. Look at him, man. <laughs> look, look at him. Look. I can he's, even move his arm. Exactly. He's fierce, look. He's a little scotch tape down on his gums, and he's got his teeth there, <laughs> man. Look, he's ready for fight. He's angry. Exactly. And this is the prototype, also for the action figure. Yeah. <laughs> Where y'all going? Where y'all? <laughs> no, come back. Come back, man. <laughs> oh, all right. I get it. I get it. All right. I'll, I'll get back in touch with you. All right. So, no, they're going to probably, uh, uh, for cost purposes, um, they're going to probably wind up combining a lot of it where uh, the actors will probably wear part of a CGI suit and parts of the body form, uh, depending on the scene, that they will animate on top of it. So, that's probably how they're going to deal with the whole. Right. Or they're going to make her green or, or like enhancing. Yeah. What's there? I
4: mean they were, they yeah. got it, it kind of looked like Vampira and wasn't it Originally
2: uh I mean I'm hopefully they're not going with the new comics costume where it's
0: uh she's wearing like body armor. I think that's what they're going to wind up going with. It's so? yeah, yeah, I think they're going to go with the body armor. Yeah. Coming. Yeah, Iron Man is is set the precedent as far as armor is not acceptable and also I mean because if you guys think about it the, the two big arguments that they, uh, they used to always make uh, about superhero films were one the costumes from the comics were never going to translate well no yeah. one's going to go see someone in blue and yellow spandex you know, remember they did that with the Matrix, man. Yeah, exactly. They did that with the Matrix, man. They all wore black because they were firm in that belief. Well, now modern movies have proved, that, You know, particularly even with Sam Raimi's run on Spider-Man, that, no, actually people will, will go and see it. I hate that costume, though. Yeah, well, I wasn't a big fan of the costume either. But, yeah. you know, you know, the, the other thing that they used to always argue was uh, about which heroes they made in the movies, like why it took so long for Spider-Man, is because you couldn't see his face. And so you couldn't tell, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. And, uh, so now though, again, CGI has totally changed a lot of that. And the success of Iron Man, who a lot of his scenes he has no face, Mm -hmm. you know, again, if you put it in the hands of people that, uh, understand the genre and, um, are talented artists, you can get around with, yeah, you know, the audience does want to see this face. So that's why every now and then you see the heads up display on Tony, right? Uh, so you can get the human part aspect of it, you know, every now and then you don't have this helmet. yes yeah, it's, it's a good
1: 50-50. I, exactly, yeah.
0: and it should be. And so, again, I, I, I think that the whole Guardians of the Galaxy uh, is going to be a very nice challenge, and... uh they have a good story, man. People will forgive a lot. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it, conversely, it's like Peter Jackson's King Kong, everybody like really downplayed. I liked the movie. I liked it. I thought, you know, Monster Island was, that's the way Monster Island should have always been. And the, the fact that they were allowing, um, the character, the, and I can't think of his name, the guy who played Gollum, um. And Yeah, he, he played, uh, he played the chef. He also, also played Kong too. Yeah, he also played Kong. And, uh, he also played Caesar. And, uh, but, again, putting it in the hands With of...
2: Or without dressing?
0: <laughs> so, uh, Caesar. Caesar. The yeah, exactly, and, uh, you know, the last words you want to hear while you're sleeping is, you know, someone whispering in your ear, Caesar's home. And... <laughs> so in any case but they allowed the the they put it in the hands of an actor that understood what he was being asked of and was talented enough to to to, to capture that Yeah. so and I think that's the, the critical thing of it you'll hear actors all the time man yeah I can work with a script like this so even like we were talking at the beginning of the podcast uh, even before we started recording it is a lot of people will forgive a lot if the story is really good because you get wrapped up into the story mm-hmm. so um, it's going to be a challenge, but I think they're I think they're gonna I be able cool. to all right. Yeah, think it's gonna be good, pretty
4: good. Rum? yeah. Oh, hey, hey still so there? That- I, I, I was into it. I was 8%. listening. Money. Oh no, it's a- he was beating
2: his wife. Yeah
1: <laughs> Wife is his penis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be really creepy if you did name your dick. <laughs> uh,
1: nope, no, okay, okay, it would make it interesting your first. Hard to keep old- the wig on.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> the old ball and chain. The old ball and chain. <laughs> Uh, do we have anything else? Uh, we talked about that, uh, the voice actor for, uh, Ed in Ed, 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 oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the massive heart attack.
1: That's, I just, I can't believe that. That's crazy. I watched that cartoon yesterday. Exactly. It's, you know, <laughs> like,
0: just one of those things of, uh, and matter of fact, the news story that I read about it was, uh, this very, like, it, it, it went through, like, the two paragraph. it went through a paragraph talking about, you know, this guy, you know, passing, and then it was like about the second paragraph, that's when they mentioned that he was the voice of Ed, and it's like, you might want to lead with that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just so that I at least am prepared, you know, got the news out there fast. I'm reading the sad, you know, story about it. It's like, but no, I'm reading about this guy. He had a massive heart attack, and he died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Oh, Oh, by the way, he was.
2: What? Other than that, it's just like Joe died. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well we That's hope Joe
0: doesn't
2: die. Right. Oh
1: well yeah. Because then you wouldn't have. Well, then you would assume the role of Joe Pano forever. I am Joe Pano. You are not Joe Pano. I am Joe Pano. <laughs> yeah
2: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, look, I'm just happy that Pete of Pete and Pete is still alive.
3: <laughs> I have no idea he's why got a, he's you got
2: never a, saw Pete and Pete as a kid? It was on Nickelodeon?
1: Uh uh, I'm sorry. Nothing else
2: to say Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Podcast is at an end. I don't know what the Thanks fuck, fuck your Pete, Pete is. All right, anything else? I don't think so. Uh, they, we can move on. It's <laughs> <If there's, laughs> <200 laughs> time. <laughs> time. to say goodbye to Core Destruction Radio. Well, wow. oh, yes.
1: Thanks for listening to Dot us. Com. Uh, we are on in Core Destruction Radio.com. Dot com. Every Thursday night. I was late for it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't forget to check us out on our webpage, mhogpodcast.com. Don't forget to
2: check out Mr. Ted Wally over at Delgado
0: University. Delgado <laughs> University? Or whatever it's called. No. Yeah. I wish we were a university. Actually, no, uh, Community College out on the City Park campus. Yeah, just stop into
4: his class while he's heaven. He does not mind. Just, you know, go in, shake his hand. He loves
0: actually, that. Actually, a lot of students do that, so it's... He loves it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's, it's And it's you amazing. can also
2: find him at voodoomaverick.com. Yes, yep. and don't
0: forget to come talk to him at... Uh, BSI. BSI. Or
2: for free comment yep. On May the 4th.
0: After, after you pass us up and go talk <laughs> to him, we understand. Actually, um... Considering since this is a metal hand of God, have you guys uh read the the little bit that um, Brian Penoshin has said about heavy metal? No. Uh, it's pretty hysterical. Oh Cosane. Yeah, for same, yeah. Right. So he he's talking oh. about it. Oh yeah, it's a little yeah, yeah Yeah, he's like yeah, we got he's like we got our own symbol. You mentioned metal to somebody, you know, and they they like,
4: Yeah, metal
0: He's like you don't see the guy wearing the R and B shirt <laughs> screaming, <laughs> Yeah, R and B Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but so you yeah. might
2: see him yelling,
1: Yeah, beat Rihanna! Hit <laughs> again! And on that note, come see us at BSI, go see Ted on May 4th, and
2: we're out of
4: here.
1: Yeah! Coach Wayne? I'm um, shadow He's
4: shadow He's shadow and I'm the rum guy. Yeah! He's shadow. The- yeah! Shat on. Snap through a slip. Oh, <laughs>
1: Hey, don't forget Mr. One Size Ready Mr. Rob yes we're hanging up you want to say your name <laughs> I did I said it twice uh, really well fuck you then <laughs> Uh and thank you again Ted coming back on no thanks thanks for having me out So it's, uh, uh, it's always a blast not a problem remember remember everybody out there to keep it metal <laughs>
3: That's it.